0: Welcome back here to tell us a whole lot more about the American Red Cross and how you can help. Kelly Eisner is back in studio. Hi, Kelly. Good to see you. Hi,
1: Joe. Thanks for having me back today. It's nice to
0: see you in person instead of on a little computer screen. I know. I know. (laughs) I'm done with all
1: those little squares. Yeah, yeah. How are you? Good, good good how are you doing well, doing it's, uh, well. sweater weather today huh
0: <laughs> pretty much yeah or hat weather too.
1: to yes, talk yes. about our,
0: a little present folks can get later on uh, But sure. before we do that tell us how uh, life is at the
1: American Red Cross these days well you know we're coming into our holiday season yeah. so here at the Red Cross that means a couple things we're trying to get the word out to blood donors that um, we we all know you're gonna get busy um, to think about making an appointment this week next week before holiday commitments shopping parties all that stuff kind of takes over your calendar. Um, And the reason we do that is we historically always see a dip in the blood supply during the holiday season again for obvious reasons um and also you know right now we're seeing seasonal flu Um, there's a lot of things going out there so my advice would be if you are interested in donating try to do something this week or next week and then you're good through after the holidays (laughs) all right
0: all right uh very locally uh november 28th right is the next blood drive here in quincy yep
1: that's at the sons of italy great location um 130 to 7 for that one um but we also we have a donor center right in weymouth um and if you go to redcrossblood.org You can put in your zip code, um, find blood drives that are either close to your home or close to your work as well. Okay, what if
0: you wanna have your own blood drive, Kelly? Can you do that? Sure, absolutely,
1: uh, reach out to us. Um, We kind of divide up our blood drives based on geography. So there's, depending on where you live, there's always um, a person that's willing to come into that area, talk to businesses. Um, But yeah, we're always looking for sites that can host a blood drive or just partners who wanna help us promote it, and get the word out to their basis
0: um we've had unfortunately some natural disasters uh, most recently the one uh, in Florida that I'm thinking of Hurricane Ian and I know the Red Cross is right there at the front lines all the time
1: absolutely yeah. um I just checked the numbers there's about eighteen thousand three hundred homes right now that have been damaged so far and wow. those are just the ones you know we expect that number to continue to rise um I was down there myself uh for two weeks really I was wow. yes
0: had you ever um, deployed to a disaster before
1: once before okay. um and this was this was you know there's a saying at the Red Cross that uh, if you've been on one deployment you've been on one deployment Um, they're all a little bit different but this was one of those really intense situations um but it's honestly to be able to see what is happening on the news I mean you saw that footage there were boats on buildings and sand for miles inland but to be able to go and either help at a shelter set up a cot hand out a warm meal a bottle of water even just the ability to sit and listen i mean my role is more storytelling um, but to be able to just have a conversation with someone that's just been through the worst thing they will ever have to deal with in their life and just to listen and give them a hug um, it really it goes so far it's a really powerful experience
0: They always say volunteers get more than they give, and I mean, that's that's a prime example right there because you know you're having an impact on that person at that time, at, you as you say, the worst moment in their lives at that point, yeah.
1: It's true, and you know, I always say, especially with the pandemic like we're coming out of this crazy thing I've always felt helpless you know like we sit in our homes we couldn't go out we couldn't do anything this is a a cure for that um, because you can see that tangible impact that you're making Yeah. um, and we're always looking for volunteers we'll provide the training if you just provide the heart
0: oh okay that's good to know Uh, are there special requirements to be a disaster response volunteer
1: it depends on what you want to do there's some positions like for example a shelter volunteer very minimal training barriers Um, and again we'll help you do that we can we offer classes at times that are outside of work hours you know we know our volunteers are it's only one of many things that they're doing Um, so we try to work around that Um, but then you know there's specialty tracks as well Um, if you find that this is something that you want to do frequently um there's ways to advance up right through um really? come work for me <laughs>
0: there you go okay
1: <laughs> um my role is sort of public affairs but i mean again there's a lot of different um we have people who work in i.t support yep. um we have virtual deployments as well
0: you do all huh? right i was going to yeah. ask about that actually because did that start with the pandemic or had that happened before
1: it really ramped up during yeah. the pandemic oh, i mean there were some things like casework can be done on the phone in an emergency it really is more meaningful to do it in person. When you're talking to someone face to face, you just kind of get a better idea of their needs but it can be done virtually okay. as well
0: all right. particularly with the storm response it's in person is best I'm sure yeah.
1: absolutely yeah. um and just to see you know it gives you a different sense of what when you see it for yourself too just what these people are facing
0: yeah although you can certainly argue that the pandemic was a disaster or absolutely. certainly a crisis or an emergency right absolutely uh, yeah. the Red
1: Cross flew into action and I mean we're not the only one every every charity every um nonprofit does as well because all of a sudden the need is just needs that are everywhere mm-hmm. um you know there's not like an affected area the entire country the entire world in this <laughs> case was affected
0: exactly yeah are there any uh, pandemic era protocols still in place at the Red Cross
1: well I mean we do always encourage masks you know we're uh, we're very pro masking it's not required but it is certainly encouraged um which can be tricky as well mm. but um you know we I see bottles of sanitizer everywhere I go sure. which probably you know I think we've all learned that that's something that's going to stick around oh, yeah. long after this virus or whatever the next one <laughs> rsb whatever right um, yes. comes and goes so uh,
0: um, in terms of i mean people are still getting covid uh, you know unfortunately so what is the guidelines uh, for donating blood uh, you know after you've had covid
1: sure well first of all if you have any active infection we ask that okay. you wait um, okay. until you're symptom free and not testing positive um, beyond that you know we do encourage people just if you're not feeling well in general if it's the flu if it's allergies just push it back a week okay Um, you know don't don't risk coming out Um, the vaccine is not a deferral so you can be vaccinated and give blood early on there was some Kind of misinformation that was out there yes. about the vaccine but you will not be deferred uh we ask that you know which one you got just so that we can okay make note of it do you
0: have but to bring your card your vaccination uh, we
1: card. don't even check the cards oh, okay. but just knowing the name so is it pfizer is it moderna okay. um there are some deferrals for like a live vaccine but that's such a small percentage of the population okay
0: all right and uh, flu same thing with the flu because that's, yep, the that's flu prevalent shot, now exactly yeah.
1: Flu shots are encouraged, um, right. and no, yeah. they're not a deferral either. <laughs> okay,
0: all right. How is the blood supply right now? We saw that announcement uh, with hospitals in crisis. What is the current supply situation?
1: I mean, I'm cautious uh, again because I've been with the Red Cross. I've been coming on here long enough to know um, that right right after the holidays, we always see a dip. Okay. Um, so it's you know we're not at the point of you know where we were at the beginning of the pandemic when surgeries were being canceled when things like that were being postponed we're not there right now but it's it's not as big a gap to get there as I think I thought before okay. all this started so I'm you know
0: cautiously optimistic
1: exactly yeah well
0: a lot of those deferred uh, procedures were now happening so that increases the demand right
1: that is definitely the case Um, a lot of orthopedics knee replacement things like that Um, pretty much any surgery that you have they're always going to at least talk about having blood on standby for you i delivered my son by c-section and they had blood waiting for me interesting they didn't need it for me but my sister-in-law needed it she got eight units so i mean it's a it's a real thing yeah Um, and the hospitals have to be prepared sure so interesting
0: (laughs) is the red cross the only place where they can get blood
1: uh the red cross supplies about 40 percent of the national of the nation's blood here in Massachusetts um it's a larger percentage um I believe there are um blood donation centers but they collect not for transfusion they collect more for um, research and things like that and vaccine uh, pharmaceutical use Mm -hmm. Um, there are other in other parts of the country there are bigger blood collection agencies but the red cross is by far the largest sure and that gives us the ability to move it where it's needed so Mm -hmm. if we're if massachusetts hospitals have access to all the blood products they need then we have the ability to send blood to rhode island or to connecticut or you know i've gotten um i always tell people to download the red cross blood app because it'll tell you where your blood donation goes and usually you know i'll get one from brigham and women or Mm -hmm, something like mm -hmm. that i've gotten them from as far away as north carolina no kidding wow
0: that's (laughs) kind of neat to be able to know yeah
1: yeah it's a cool uh it's a cool little statistic because again like getting back to that idea that you're seeing the impact of what you do you know interesting
0: yeah i'm sorry go ahead
1: no i was going to say it's just it's not a a vague concept it's actually this is my blood went to someone it's real. who needed it
0: yeah uh you mentioned blood or blood products so it's not just blood right
1: exactly yeah. uh we collect platelets as well um platelets are a particular component of your blood mm. um mostly used for cancer treatments about half of everything that the red cross collects goes to you people in their cancer journey um my mom uh passed away of cancer and she needed platelets mm. towards the the end of her battle so um that's it's a different kind of donation that can only be done at one of our um, like brick and mortar locations okay but Incredibly needed
0: I, I would. is the donation process the same.
1: It's a little bit longer. No longer? So there's a, a separate machine basically your um, The blood comes out. It is run through for lack of a better term like a fancy centrifuge The platelets are we keep the platelets everything else is returned to your body um, The thing with platelets, it's um, the best analogy I can give they're like little newborn babies <laughs> So they help your blood clot. Um, okay. So if you cut yourself, it's platelets that stop you bleeding Um but because of that they have to be rocked um mm. they can't be frozen because they it would damage they wouldn't be able to be transfused if we froze them so they only last about 7 days oh um so there is a constant need for platelets sure. as well
0: sure okay interesting and can you request you know I just want to donate platelets yep
1: it's a different um kind of appointment so you just when you're scheduling with us just schedule for platelets again Weymouth here would be the closest um, but any of our uh brick and mortar locations Dedham, Danvers uh Worcester Springfields Boston I'm not asking
0: you to remember them all but but it wouldn't be like at the Sons of Italy type no
1: no um the equipment is kind of sensitive so it can't really go on the road
0: okay all right good to know how often can one give blood Kelly
1: Uh, so if you're giving regular blood like at the sons of Italy uh, you can donate every um, 56 days Um, it's about what is that about yeah I don't know Um, if you are donating platelets you can donate every seven days oh
0: okay and who uh, can donate
1: Um, almost everybody I get asked about eligibility you know well I have this in my family can I and chances are it's yes but at the blood drive they're happy to talk through whatever um conditions you may have you know sure. i get asked about diabetes a lot um generally not a deferral oh. um as long as it's well managed okay. you know if your insulin is doing what it work what it's supposed to do um we have a ton of information on redcrossblood.org okay. but honestly it's chances are unless there's something uh If you're on a blood thinner or or certain medications that can sometimes prevent you
0: okay age any age restriction no upper age limit
1: Uh, you do have to be 17 17 okay Um, but anyone over that uh, 17 to to whenever you (laughs) 17 exactly exactly
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and you'll be able to get a special prize pretty soon right yeah
1: so this time of year we definitely run incentives so this is our red cross beanie um again i mentioned it's so chilly out that i figured this would be a good one to bring (laughs) and show um this starts on november 22nd i believe um right now if you were to go today um there's you can um get as a thank you gift a ten dollar gift card to any online merchant nice
0: very nice um
1: but this one i don't know i think it's fun i think it's cute so
0: (laughs) and very practical too
1: yes well we live in <laughs> we live in new england unfortunately
0: so. yeah.
1: hats are a thing you
0: wouldn't need it a couple of days ago but going forward i think it's going to come in handy for sure yeah, yeah that's <laughs> nice uh tell me about some of the events that you had over the summer and the fall uh, i know they had some major events
1: sure yeah. our one of our biggest blood drives all year is our day of remembrance blood drive at fenway, fenway park. park yeah <laughs> yes, right. we've talked about that sure. before um, which was a great day it's it's always such a neat thing to do because it's more than just a blood drive. The blood drive is obviously what takes center stage yeah. and to talk to donors and to just, you know, hear their stories. Um, you'd, it, it would surprise you how many people every year there's someone who's like, well, you know, I donate every year because I was at ground zero and I saw the red cross there or, you know, I've, um, we work a lot with survivors. Um, there's a dear friend of mine, um, who, was in the North Tower when that first plane hit, really? and she um, she was able to escape, and she reconnected with her husband at a Red Cross shelter, um, I think in New Jersey, wow. just to to get out of there and hearing those stories it's so incredibly powerful and it's also Fenway Park it's a cool place to right, be <laughs> exactly um so it's fun you know and they Fenway takes good care of us they had us in the 521 overlook so you could see the whole field nice cool day
0: yeah um, nice personal picks, I'm sure yes <laughs> yeah, and
1: actually you talked about events there's a couple things that we have coming up um we do our Heroes Breakfast in March um where we it's sort of like the Oscars only for the Red Cross no. we do it Red Cross um so if you um or someone that has done something heroic in the last year um there's a good chance you might be honored by the red cross for that oh nice um, yeah. and we run a marathon we field a marathon team as well
0: oh i didn't know that um okay.
1: we have 60 runners who will join team red cross and run the boston marathon april 17th
0: april i think april
1: 17th yeah. <laughs> next year yep
0: are you one of those kelly
1: i <laughs> 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 do i look like a marathon runner yes to you? <laughs> i would love to it's on my bucket list okay. i i um I did triathlons for a while but honestly i have an eight-year-old now which is basically <laughs> a run a marathon anyway so <laughs> well,
0: make him run the marathon right? <laughs> <laughs> i did not know you had a team that's good to know yeah
1: um but actually this weekend we also uh participated in the spartan race also at fenway park which oh, right. um, was another way that runners could fundraise for the red cross and run this cool obstacle course my son did that oh
0: very good he, uh, he did started. really
1: well good,
0: good. um talked about shelters um tell mm. me you know i mean winter's coming Snowstorms, blizzards, power outages. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, our Shelters are ready to go or do you put them up as needed? How does that
1: work? Well, we do a lot of work, um, especially right now before the snow flies with our emergency management partners to yes. make sure that if a shelter is needed, we can respond quickly. Um, so right now, that's one of the big things that we're looking for volunteers who are willing to train up in sheltering locally. You know, Massachusetts is not a place that gets a lot of hurricanes, but we do get a lot of winter storms. Sure. Um, and just being able, especially in the southeast part of the state, especially out on Cape Cod, um, there's a huge need. Um, and the space is there. We have a good relationship with MEMA and with, uh, you know, other local fire departments, the county, the towns. Um, but what we are always looking for is people that say, you know what, I'm going to learn how to run a shelter so that if it's needed, I can help my neighbors. Okay. If I'm lucky enough to be spared by the storm, then I, I want to be able to help give my friends and family and neighbors and you know the gr- bagger at your grocery store right. a place to stay
0: yeah well I mean it can be life-threatening if uh, it's Absolutely. zero degrees out with no electricity you know Absolutely. So you need and a it, place, yeah.
1: it can turn fast too oh, yeah. you know when you think you know I think as New Englanders we're so prone to saying oh it's nothing <laughs> it's not like the blizzard of 78 mm. but it really can turn on a dime. You never really know when that next big storm is gonna be.
0: It, it doesn't even have to be a blizzard, it can just be a, a nor'easter, exactly. you know, and they can be just exactly. as devastating, yeah. A
1: couple down power lines and suddenly it's a, a real situation for yeah. families.
0: So you will train folks yep. specifically? Yep, we'll offer the okay. training.
1: Um, we're running a series of shelter simulations where you actually, um, it's a kind of a tabletop exercise mm. where you go in and they'll say, all right, well, we've got this, this, and this what do you do um, which I find to be really engaging you um, you have to think on your feet yeah
0: might even help you in your own home situation absolutely you know, just to be prepared yeah
1: and that's a good point too that's a lot of the work that we're doing right now in general with the public is to just you know remember take photos of your do- documents you know your driver's license your will um, those things just so that because chances are if you have to get out fast you're going to grab your phone right so having those um, with you
0: great point do um do you get involved at all with the international version of Red Cross Kelly?
1: I personally I don't, don't. have a ton of okay. work with that but I know the American Red Cross does contribute uh contribute to the international federation of the red cross it's um we've you know you've heard a lot about the ifrc um, and the work they're doing in ukraine yes that was
0: the first thing i thought of yes
1: exactly um and we do support that work it's not directly um it's more through sometimes financial donations sometimes it's a matter of sending we have um 30 of our service to the armed forces. Um, mm. staff nationwide that have um, been deployed to I believe it's Moldova somewhere in that theater to assist specifically with the uh, American service member needs while they're over there okay. so we do play a role it's um it's scaled back compared to what the IFRC does okay
0: but. anything else we should let folks know about right now
1: redcross.org
0: Red <laughs> 100 red cross exactly uh, yeah or the app right
1: yes blood donor app we have an, our, our emergency app which um, that's a good one to check out too it kind of gives you some tips on to how to make your preparedness kit just kind of plant the seed when we're thinking you know um as you're digging out all those uh holiday lights and stuff just <laughs> yes it's a good time to remember um oh yeah let's get a pillowcase with some bottled water and keep it by the door
0: okay good so. to know and get, get your free hat yes great (laughs) to see you thanks for coming over thank
1: you Joe always a pleasure
0: please come back (laughs) of course